to today at Wrestle Kingdom. For a change, my name is James Troopany. You may know me from the Troopany Show and various other podcasts, including Wrestling Rewind, um, uh, which will be with us later in the week. You know me from uh, possibly uh, Beyond the Music of the Mat. I've done that. I'm also a random wrestling review uh, in the beginning uh, and a bunch of other stuff, telling stories. All of those podcasts I've done in the past. Today is today at Wrestle Kingdom, where I look at the matches that happened at Wrestle Kingdom today, and they were very good. Um, some decisions still making me go, oh. But mostly, very good. The opening match was Rambo. Ooh, everybody loves a Rambo. Uh, the final four went through on this one to um, tomorrow's card where they will compete to be the provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2022. Chase Owens and Seema from Gleet. Uh, Gleet, not Gleet. Uh, Chris Charlton finally gave us a pronunciation on that. It's Gleet, as in great. Gleet, Gleet, Gleet. Yeah, Chase Owens and Seema and Minoru Suzuki and Toriyano defeated Aaron Hanare, Bad Luck Fale, Duki Hiroshi Tenzan, Kusi Fujita, Master Wato, Rayo Owa, Satoshi Kojima, Takamichi Noko, Tatsumi Fujinami, Toga Makabe, Tommy Akahama, Yashinubi Kanemura, Yuji Nagata, and Yota Nakashima in 27 minutes and 14 seconds. Yes, you did hear me right. Tatsumi Fujinami was in this at the ripe old age of how old is he now? Let me have a look here a second. Oh, he's 68. Didn't do much, did a few chops, got a couple of dragon screw leg whips in, and a figure four leg lock, which is his undoing, because of course he got pinned when everyone just sat on him. It was really good. Minoru Suzuki getting rid of all the young boys in one go was ace. I love that. And really establishes Suzuki as a threat to this championship. Uh, Yano managed to get there just as everyone else got eliminated, which was Andy. <laughs> Sima was the surprise entrant of this particular tournament because he came in from Glate and did a cracking job and it'll be really intriguing to see him wrestle tomorrow he had a cracking match last weekend as we know so you know yeah it'd be intriguing I enjoyed that opening match it was a lot of fun 27 to 14 seconds it seemed a lot longer for 19 people in a rumble but there we go then we got on to business yo defeated show in 12 minutes and 32 seconds, which was good, but also kind of set up other people to be on a hide into nothing for the rest of the weekend. Um, yeah, this was fine, but it's the usual boring to house of torture stuff, so that's what made it less interesting. In fact, if you look at if you look at the matches on this card, the ones involving the house of torture are much, much worse. <laughs> um, so Yo and show, yeah, 12 minutes and 32 seconds. It was fine. It was okay. But you knew what was kind of going to happen at the end. Yo managed to work his way around it and took grudge match. Could have been better than it was if it weren't for all the shenanigans and it was a bit more of a straight-up wrestling match. But it was fine. Did what it said on the tin. Kind of furthers the feud along a bit. Show will now hate Yo forever because he got beaten at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, there's, there's, there did what it's supposed to do, but I'm not convinced what it was supposed to do is that interesting. Anyway, well, Fantasmo, Kenta, and Taiji Shimori beat Hiroshi Tanahashi, the Mega Coaches, and the Mega Coaches, yeah, Rocky Romero and Raisuke Takeuchi, in a match that lasted 8 minutes and 40 seconds that ended when Hiroshi Tanahashi leathered Kenta with a kendo stick in a violent manner. They're wrestling in a no DQ match for the US IWGP Heavyweight Championship tomorrow. Um, this was to set that up, and by gum did they have a go. Can't complain with this at all. A lot of fun. Taguchi's patented ass-based offense 
kind of going nowhere against Ishimori and Phantasmo, who are still as boring as ever. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, Kenta showing some fire uh, in this one as well, so it'd be intriguing to see what happens tomorrow. Kind of set things up better for tomorrow. United Empire, Great Okan, Jeff Coburn. Mm -hmm. Defeated Los Ignorables to Japan, Bushi, Sonada and Tetsuya Nato in 9 minutes and 27 seconds. In a match that kind of went nowhere. <laughs> Just kind of muddled along. Osprey said he was taking the day off and they managed to win without him. He sat on a chair at ringside, being obnoxious and awful. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was good. It was it was all right. It, it was nice to see O'Connor and Cobb kind of like putting some authority into things. But there was nice little storytelling. Like NATO's been after Cobb's knee for this entire tour. And that gives them an edge going into tomorrow, which is the smart thing to do, because NATO and Sonata are smarter wrestlers than Cobb and O'Khan. That's kind of the theory. Um, but yeah, it was all right. Uh, again, kind of a bit, bit weird having a match that doesn't really mean anything on a Wrestle Kingdom card. It makes it feel a bit ordinary. What was not ordinary was Katsuyu Shibata taking on Ren Narita. 11 minutes and 46 seconds. Narita was X. He was the person that came out to be this catch wrestling rules match. And then Shibata insisted on doing a full wrestling match. And by gum, did they hit each other really hard <laughs> for 11 minutes and 46 seconds. They went at full tilt, and it was exceptional to watch. And the wrestler is back. That's the thing to take away from it. Here's another big star who could take a run at a championship, and it was well worth it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Maybe a little bit short for my tastes, but yeah, really, really good. Impossibly the worst match of the last decade. Evil defeat Tom Hiroishi in 12 minutes and 10 seconds. It was dreadful. Really boring. And awful. <laughs> I can't describe it. Couldn't be much worse. Everything that's bad about New Japan Pro Wrestling all in one match. Just dreadful. And it wasn't Ishii's fault. Um, the only person they had available to run interference was Yo, so he was going to get hammered because they could chaos were in other matches. So yeah. So that was dreadful and seemed pointless and Evil's alright, he's, he's good, and I like Utero, and I like Ditoga, and I like Show, but it just, you know what's going to happen, so what's the point in watching? Uh, Iroki Goto, Yoshihashi, they defeated Dangerous Techers, Taichi Zack Sabre Jr. with Miyawabi in 15 minutes and 27 seconds, in a match that only got 7.59 from the cage match users, was actually probably the most emotionally draining match of the night, as Yoshihashi takes his first championship win at Wrestle Kingdom, his third title in less than 18 months. I'll talk about a rena well, I was talking about Renaissance, but as Kevin Kelly pointed out, to have a Renaissance, you needed to be some good in the first place, and he just wasn't. <laughs> but yes, 10 years of trying. He made it really, really big this year. Goto and Yoshihashi were perfect, exactly what they needed to be. Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. got beat by the better team. They were a step behind and more or less admitted it when they went and shook the hands of their opponents. It was just absolutely outstanding work from both teams. I thoroughly love both of these teams. They're the best two tag teams in the world right now. Then it showed in this match. It wasn't, you know, Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers otherworldly wrestling, but it was proper storytelling at the right pace, at the right time. It was just my kind of thing. I love Yoshihashi no Kigoto. I've loved Dangerous Tekka's work. And it sets them all up for something to come up with afterwards. Next was El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship in a match that probably was outdone by the matches they've had before, I have to say. It wasn't 
It's difficult to say because the effort they put in was just it was just blisteringly good, but it wasn't like the levels of perfect you come to expect from these two. But what was surprising was Desperado winning because it looked like a coronation, if you will, of El of Hiromu Takahashi he was going to win the title and move forward and bring the division and do 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 and then Desperado just came and went nah, and they tried like hell for 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 fifteen minutes. And then when Despy finally managed to get an advantage, he managed to hammer it home, and they won. And that was it. And that was the belt, and that was the title, and that was the match. Despy and Hiromu will wrestle forever, because Despy and Hiromu are perfection together. Neither of them are aerial wrestlers, which has always been the bread and butter of this division. They're both ground and pound, big spot wrestlers. And that's what this division kind of needs to centre it for all of the other aerial people, like Wato and Bushi and to a lesser extent, Yo and show can really kind of thrive. And yes, absolutely, the best match you could imagine between those two would be better, but this was exceptional. Speaking of exceptional, the World's Heavyweight Championship was decided between Kazuchika Okada and Shingo Takagi. 35 minutes and 44 seconds of an absolutely blistering-paced matchup that didn't really slow down. It was as good as it gets, really, between these two. Um, I don't know. I think different opponents could be better for them because I think they've got similar kind of big spot styles and they sometimes clash and don't necessarily mesh. Takagi was brilliant as the champion who knew how to push all the buttons and do all the feints and as a defensive, offensive wrestler, if that makes sense. And Okada just oozed confidence and that stagger, the rainmaker was back. You know, the proper Rainmaker, the person that held the belt for two years, that Rainmaker seemed to just flow. Moves were just coming out of nowhere, and it was a thing of beauty to see. It was too long. It could have been done in 25 minutes, what they did in 35. The first 10 minutes was pretty pointless. But the actual, once they got going, and the pace that they built was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just a shame that we have to put up with that shit belt. But there we go. <laughs> that championship is now staying as the permanent World's Heavyweight Championship. The fourth generation belt has been retired. And I'm really unhappy about that. Because it's just ugly as And uh, it's just wrong. <laughs> so, no. Just, just no. But yes, absolutely. I was so elated that Okada won that I actually punched the air. Because I'm such an Okada mark. But there we go. What can you do? Professional wrestling journalist. Am I biased? Yes, I am. Sorry. But at least I tell you of my biases. Shingo was awesome though. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've enjoyed his reign as well. Um, though it just feels better with Okada in charge. And long may he reign. Unfortunately, they were blessed with the presence of Will Ospreay, who's shouty and an awful promo. And I just walked away. <laughs> I just couldn't cope, I couldn't cope with it. I needed the perfect moment. As soon as he came down the aisle, I was like, stopped. And then turned it off and just stopped watching. I suppose I'll have to watch that match tomorrow. I know he's going to lose. I hope he rips his arms off. <laughs> that would be really nice, but there we go. Unlikely to happen, I suppose. And it's and it's not just like the horrible things that Will Ospreay said, but he's been on one this week as well. What I didn't agree with Will Ospreay saying this week was, it's all right to talk about depression and mental health, but he uses it as an excuse every time someone calls him out on something that he's done wrong. And while... And he shouldn't be making people feel guilty about the fact that he's done wrong some wrong. He never, ever apologises when he does something wrong. 
he just kind of blames it on something else or someone else and that's my issue with it and that's the reason why he you know it's part of the fact he doesn't grow up and he never learns from his mistakes and it's always somebody else's fault that just really grates with me apart from the fact he's not a particularly great person um and he, but he just never seems to grow. And that's the issue that he's got, is that he doesn't seem to grow as a human being. And now he's in the spot where he's literally one of the best wrestlers in the world at the top of a company that, you know, he has excelled in. But he's got the maturity of a 14-year-old. And it's like, how, does, how have you got this far in life? It's just an annoyance to me in the sense of, there could be a world British world heavyweight wrestling champion of a highly respected company tomorrow and I won't care. And I've been a wrestling fan and supporting British wrestling for literally 40 years. I don't care if he wins. I don't want him to win. I want Okada to win. Because, you know, why would I care about him? He's awful. He can't promo. He just is a terrible, terrible talker. The And it his, his matches are all right, but, you know, I will not enjoy it as much as the one I enjoyed as I watched with him and with Shingo and uh, uh, Okada today but I'm not going to end on a negative note I will probably end on a negative note tomorrow but then there's New Year's Dash to salvage, salvage it all so <laughs> that's on Thursday so you will see me tomorrow uh, I will do another one of these podcasts tomorrow for tomorrow's show I'll do another podcast on Wednesday for New Year's Dash I probably won't get one done on Saturday because I'm not planning on buying the pay-per-view um but we'll see. I might change my mind. I might be bored. I've got plasters coming on Saturday, so I have to kind of stay in the living room. So I might have to watch it. But anyway, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.